Hello and welcome back to another episode of Welcome Christ Podcast, a show where we encourage you to find spiritual and financial balance and their life through the abundance of grace of God. On our podcast today, we have Mr. Austin, who is the owner of H&H Credit Solution, where they provide service as credit repair. Credit repair. In addition, Mr. Austin also has an e-book, which allows people to do their own credit, fix their own credit at their own will. And today we're going to discuss the importance of credit and how important business credit. So thank you for being here, Mr. Austin Hill. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you for having me, man. That's good. That's good. Um, so when did you start this journey um, of build, helping people with their credit scores and building their credit scores? Uh, well, really, I guess I kind of started with, like, why I'm kind of doing it. I mean, I've had parents, you know, and, and mentors that have been able to teach me about credit. And I understand that that's not everyone's story. You know, not everyone has a mother, father, mentor, anything like that to teach them about credit. And I'm pretty young. And, you know, I went to a DPS school. And I, I'm not going to say this, you know, like out of, out of you know, just ignorance. But pretty sure I was one of the smartest kids in the school. And people often, you know, told me that. But, you know, I've just always been the type to share information. You know, Eric Thomas says, if you know, if you got some information that can change somebody's life, you don't, you don't share yourself. And so... Anything that I learn about anything, I'm willing to share with anybody. It's just anybody that's just willing to, to learn. So when I understood about credit from a young age and all the stuff that it was doing with my family, <clears throat> being able to get my cousin approved for a house, my brother approved, you know, fix all their credit and get these high limit credit cards at a bench that I'm, you know, currently using to uh, build assets and, and wealth for my family. I understood that that type of information is not known and that people need to teach it. So about last year, I acquired a mentor that was teaching me how to fix credit and all the stuff like that. And basically the, the process of um, how to get high limit credit cards and stuff like that. So I just, you know, kind of became a student of the game, kept learning, you know, and um, putting the skills to test. And, you know, I just, ever since like last summer, like I said, when I fixed my brother's credit, I just continued on from there and just helping people fix their credit, you know, for whether it be for free, showing, you know, whether the videos I post every Friday, showing people how to fix their credit or use their credit to obtain financial, uh, uh, you know, independence or whatever it is. Uh, I just try to help anybody that I can. And I've just been doing that um, since about last year. Um, we've been able to make some great results helping people get to uh, where they want to be. So I've just ble been blessed to be put in this position and uh, and I'll continue to help anybody I can. That's great. Well, what would you say is the biggest mistake that people make in concerns of credit? The biggest mistake, I feel like... I feel like when people get into credit, you know, they don't, they don't understand how to properly structure a credit report. So everybody, when they get into credit, you know, they think, oh, I got a 740, I got a 760, I can get approved for anything. And that's not necessarily true, if not true at all. You know, the score is just one thing. Banks don't really care about the score. They care about the structure of your report. So your past history, your credit utilization, all those types of things are the banks that look, they look at. They don't just look at um, you know what your score is because you could just ha you can have a high score by having just one account. They just want to they want to see um, you know that you have many types of accounts with many types of institutions and with different limits and you know with different ages and things like that just to understand your responsibility. You Got to understand banks want to give money to people who don't need it. They don't want to give money to people who need it because you're high liability. So you got to make sure you look like you're a responsible 
uh, lender uh, by having these different types of accounts and you know having your credit report just overall structured a certain way, and you know, that's how you get approved for anything. People just come in thinking because oh I got a seven forty, I said seven fifty, I can go get a Mercedes, or I can go get a thing. Some of the cases that can be true, but most of the cases it's the structure of your report. Your credit has nothing to do with it. Your, I've had clients with a seven hundred get approved for stuff that clients with a seven sixty couldn't get approved for because their, the structure of their report was better than the clients who had a 740 might've just had one or two accounts in your credit report. So I think overall the misconception of people relying on your credit score to get approved for things and just get approved for products in general is something that we need to kind of get rid of because you can have a high score and still get denied and not get the rates and things that you wish for when you're going into these dealerships and uh, mortgage companies and things like that. So just making sure you have a good report. Uh, I feel like that's what people um, make the mistake of is relying on their score too much. That that's that's quite interesting. So, how would you say one should structure to have a great um, credit report card that makes um, sense? So, I would say you need at least five years of history. You don't want any derogatory remarks on your credit report. You want anything bad. You want low utilization. So, that's anything below like ten percent. Um, and those are pretty much the things that you want to make sure and your payment history has to be really good. Um, if not 100%, very close to that. Um, but those are the things that banks look at. They don't look at your score. They look at, okay, how, how long have you been paying these accounts consistently? How long has this account been open? How much, um, what's the credit limit on this account? Those are the things that banks look at. They don't look at, oh, he has a 740. Let's give him $10,000. Those are not the things you look at. So making sure you got good history. Like I said, at least six years, low, low utilization, nothing bad, no derogatory marks, no bankruptcies, no um, derogatory remarks or accounts. Um, uh, what else did I say? Payment history. Um, and just make sure everything um, is pretty much low or in the in, in good standing. Uh, it's pretty much what you want to be. That's good. That's good. So how do you how do you go about um, educating people about credit? Um, uh, so they can understand the most basic ways. Um, so mainly, you know, you understand I'm I'm pretty young, I'm only 21. So I understand people use social media a lot and you know that's the biggest thing that businesses can use to get you know reach a lot of people no one's reading the newspaper anymore everyone's on their phone ipad a computer so mainly on my um TikTok and my um instagram i post videos like i said every friday um i call it financial freedom fridays because i'm showing people how to achieve financial freedom through your credit so every credit every video um i go through um it, a topic it could be about um, not to rely on your credit score. It might be something about how to start building business credit. Any just free information I can give to people that I, like I said, I knew and I had people to teach me, but I understand it's not common information. So those are the main ways. And then, like I said, like you mentioned earlier, I do have a DIY ebook, um, link in my bio, it's $97, basically showing people how to fix their credit. And then on top of that, I have a uh, inquiry removal product, basically showing you how to remove your inquiries in 24 to 72 hours. And then also I have a sequence showing people how you get 15 credit cards and five increase and get basically guarantee yourself $60,000 in, in funding and things like that. But mainly I just go about um, um, social media. Um, I'm, I've been working with some of my educators to start speaking at some of these um, schools, high schools, um, seniors showing people how to fix their credit when they turn 18 or I mean, not really fix it, but, you know, start building credit when they turn 18, so when they go into college, or even when they come out of college, they're, set, they're setting themselves up 
or financial success. So mainly just TikTok and social media, but I will be doing um, some more community work when I'm actually in person or even via Zoom, whatever's most appropriate at the time, uh, showing people how to fix their credit that way. That's good. So how important is it for someone to understand how to leverage their credit to get into different things like real estate or even get a loan for business? I mean, it's really, it's, it's most, it's the most important thing. I feel like, you know, in this, everybody knows in this life, the only money you're going to spend is either yours or someone else's and the way you buy things is with credit or debit. And a lot of us black people, or even just people in general, you know, we don't come from, or we just don't have, we just didn't have parents or people in our life that set aside anything for us to kind of build upon. So we're starting from ground zero. And so we don't have anyone else's money to kind of get us to where we need to be. So we have to use someone else's money. And the way you use somebody else's money is just by having good credit. So understanding that when you have good credit, you can leverage someone else's money to obtain cash flowing assets like homes, real estate, rental cars. So I'll keep a great example, right? So let's say you got a uh, business credit card, right? You got 12 months, no interest, right? It's $10,000, right? Let's say you turn credit to cash. You took the credit or you took the, uh, you liquidated the credit card. You took the cash off the credit card and you went and go purchase three uh, rental car vehicles. Let's say these rental car vehicles, the down payment was like $8,000 and these vehicles cash flow like $3,000 a month. So then you use that cash flow to then pay back the credit cards that you have zero interest on for 12 months and you pay the minimum monthly balance until the 12 months is up and then you pay it in full. And that's like one of the ways that you can basically start acquiring cash flowing assets uh, using the bank's money by simply taking the money off, go invest it in real estate. You go like, let's say you got another $20,000, you get a $20,000 Chase uh, business credit card to give you $20,000 and you go invest it in a Subway. Subway franchise, I think it's like $12,000, $15,000 a start. You go invest it there, I say that cash flow, you like ten, fifteen thousand dollars a month. You use the first month, you go pay back the credit card, and now you got a cash flowing asset for as long as you keep the business open that you can pass down to your kids. Or even if you want to teach your kids about business, you can put them in the subway, teach them, you know, how to manage cash, how to manage a family business, and then from there they can dump and create their own. I think black, you know, people in general, we just gotta understand to leverage the money. Everyone when they want it, when they first get credit, they want to go buy a nice, you know shoes, clothes, and things like that, which is fine. But, you know, I think our, our first we need to understand to leverage um, our assets to pay for the liabilities that we want, the cars, the houses, and things like that. And we can do that by using someone else's money, which is just essentially credit. So it's very vital. Um, and it's, it's, you know, free information. Um, and it's something everybody should definitely do, uh, leveraging the bank's money to make you money. Instead of making them money by buying stuff, which they want you to do, and carry the monthly balance, acquire interest, nah, just go make some money with their money, and then use that money to go have fun with, you know? That's good, that's good. So what are some good practice for, for those who have credit cards to do? I would say, I think, I think for me, one of the main things that um, kept me, you know, I've had, you know, credit cards, a lot of credit cards, and none of them, I've never missed a payment in the four or five years, three, four years that I've had one, is keeping up, just keep up when, when there's due, you know, that's, I mean, it sounds simple, but, you know, you really, if you got, like me, if someone like me, I have a lot of credit cards, so sometimes it can be quite cumbersome remembering um, when to, um, 
you know, keep up with your dates. But I mean, really, even if that's something difficult, you can just have, you can go to your financial institutions and just ask them to change your billing date to the same date so that all you have to do is remember one date and then you pretty much just pay it on the same month. And then two, I feel like people, we leverage the card, our credit cards as extra income that we have when in reality, we don't have. So like, let me give you an example. Like a lot of people, they'll give, they have a job or whatever. They'll get a credit card. Sometimes it'd be higher than what they actually make. And so they'll spend more money than what they actually make. And so when you do that, you're basically just setting yourself up for debt and an opportunity for the banks to make money on you because you're acquiring interest that's going to, you know, uh, that you can't pay back. So if you only make $2,000 a month, don't spend what you don't have. Only, you know what I'm saying? I just keep, just, if you only spend, if you only got $2,000 a month, don't spend more than $2,000 a month. Just understand where you're spending money, how you're spending money, keeping track of those things. And I guarantee you won't miss a payment and you won't have any derogatory remarks. And then, you know, just keeping, like I said, just keeping track of all your accounts and when they're due. Um, I feel like it's pretty you know, something that people kind of miss out on. But yeah, those two main things. What should be someone's first credit card? I know there's different types of, what should someone's first credit card be if they don't have a credit card now? always recommend if you're getting a credit card if it's a secured card i you know usually if it's your first credit card it has to be a secured card because a secured card basically is just guaranteeing the bank won't lose money because you're a new lender they don't know who you are so they're going to ask for a security deposit um, when you first try to get your first credit card so the first credit card that i recommend is if you it really any credit card that you can get that has a guaranteed deposit um back so they'll give you the money back after a couple of months and they'll um actually turn the car into um an unsecured card so it'll go from secure to unsecured and they'll give you the money back so like bank of america uh, the white car i can't remember the name of it it's like a good one that's like my first one but i really recommend self self lender uh is basically a secure loan i would say probably i wouldn't say you should get a credit card i would say it'll probably be better if you go get a um a, a, a secured loan so um like i said self is actually a secured loan you can go download the app on your phone it's on the app store it's just s-a-l-f self with a period it's blue uh this is it starts off as a secure loan and after three months they'll actually send you a credit card <clears throat> and then with this credit card you can spend on it you can change your monthly limit you can pay it back just like a normal credit card but you're also saving money and then, like I said, um, with the secure loans, what I recommend everyone, one of all my clients do is go to your financial institution, use it like a credit union. Usually what I recommend because credit unions are in competition with bigger banks like your Bank of America, like your key bank. So they're going to give you better interest and things of that nature, better products. So go to like a credit union, go open up. Uh, I recommend you open up three at a time so that they're all aging at the same time. You go open up a secured credit card and what will happen or a secured uh, loan and what will happen is they'll ask for the money up front. They'll put it into a savings account and they'll automatically withdraw that money every month so that you never miss an on-time payment. So I actually just recommend that if you're starting out, sometimes it can be hard to get a credit card because you have no history. Just start off with some secured loans or even there even are like plenty of um no credit check uh, business credit card or credit cards that I talk about on my channel. If you go check it out on um, credit cards that you can get with no inquiry. So like those are the types of cards that I usually recommend cards that are based off how much uh, money you make or even 
um, like a Bank of America secure card or um, make sure if it's a security card, like I said, that they give you the money back and it's secure loans. Secure loans are guaranteed a bank will give you. And then, like I said, they'll make sure you won't miss a payment by taking the money up front that you want, put it in the savings account, and then they'll withdraw the money every month. And then you can cancel it or at the end of the uh, 12 months, whatever the, the term of the loan or account that you agree on, they'll refund you the money. Um, and that's how you basically start building credit. And then from there, when you have all those accounts, then it'll be easy to start getting other secure cards or either or other um, credit cards in your name. That's great. That, that, that's definitely great. So being that you're a new business owner, a new entrepreneur, how, I guess, did fate and God help you continue to stay consistent um, and not give up? A lot of times people definitely give up, you know, starting new. So how has you continued yeah, to stay? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, my mom is actually a pastor, uh, Church of God in Christ, Faith of uh, Faith of Church of God in Christ, Pentecostal way of Faith, Church of God in Christ. And so I've always been a man of... Um, a strong face. I always tell people, um, you know, if you have faith in yourself, you're dangerous. But if you got faith in yourself and in God, then you're, you're, you're uh, well, if you have faith in yourself, you're dangerous. But if you have faith in yourself and in God, then you're powerful, you know. So I always said, you know, my faith in God has always been strong uh, because that's, that's the only person that I can rely on besides myself. So, you know, growing up, I've had a great life and you know, I've been raised to have, uh, you know, uh, you know, a faith in God. And that's just kind of what always would carry me because, you know, I, he's never abandoned me. All the, all the good and the bad that's happened in my life has led me until where I am now. If God didn't, for example, in 2008, my dad lost his job, right? <clears throat> that was a tough time for the country, right? Dad lost his job, forced me to be an entrepreneur, help provide for my family. It wasn't like we lived a terrible life or anything like that, but it was just a little tough time. And if I didn't go through any of that stuff that I went through, then I would have never wanted to be, a, I would have never needed to be and want discover the love for being an entrepreneur. Because if my dad kept his job, I would have still been the same spoiled kid that was, um, you know, getting Xbox games every month. So if my dad didn't lose his job and forced me to start cutting grass, be an entrepreneur, bring my brothers in and things like that, then I wouldn't even be sitting upon here uh, in front of you today. So I feel like your faith in God has to be strong because, uh, like I said, if you don't have faith, uh, if you don't have faith in God, that's it's like you don't, you're lifeless. You don't have anything. You know what I'm saying? He said you got a faith of a mustard seed. You take where you need to go. So I always say, if you, like I said, if you got faith in yourself, you're powerful. But if you got faith in yourself and in God, you're dangerous. So always keep the faith in God. Everything he does, he does for a reason. Don't ever question him because he he knows your beginning. He knows your end. He knows he knows where you're going to be. He knows if you're, you know what I'm saying, if you're, if you're instructed to be a general, you know what I'm saying, versus a soldier, a general has to go through more things than a soldier has to go through. So just because someone else might have not had to have gone uh, without lights and gas and things like that, you don't know what God has in store for you. Like I said, if you're a general, you gotta, you're, you're leading an army. You gotta, you gotta make sure you know, you know what I'm saying, what you're doing, how you're doing it, why you're doing it. So your story might be different from someone who's a soldier that God has a different, you know what I'm saying, vision for. So God had, like I said, God has a vision for everybody. So don't question it. Just, just stay with it. Just, just keep the faith that he's going to bring you out of it. And he's going to bring you through it and everything he's doing, he's doing for a reason. So I've always had a strong faith in God. Like I said, it's brought me to who I am today, where I am, all the endeavors I've encountered, all the accomplishments, all the knowledge I know. So 
I say um, it's very important, and he's brought me a long way uh, to have a, uh, a faith in God, and it's played, like I said, a, a major role in my life. Uh, that's good. That's good. Thank God. Thank God about that. Um, so I guess we want to talk a little bit about business credit. A lot of people, you know, some people, some of my audience do have business. Um, so how, what's the point of business credit? Because like you say on social media, you see different things. Like, oh, go and get a car. And so how important is business credit? Business credit is just as important as it is personal credit because, you know, back in when it wasn't when the state of uh, uh, when the state of representative required that each business have an EIN or state, I can't remember the case, but they require that for a reason because businesses are their own entities and um, they're just like a person. So you have to set your business. Just like how you have personal credit, your business needs credit because businesses spend more money and they operate a different way. Their business, their business credit, you're basically just, you know, giving yourself a two, three levels up on anybody else who just has personal credit or just in general because business credit is so it's so lucrative because like I said, businesses spend more money than people. So they're going to give you a $30,000 credit card on your, for your business more likely than they would Austin Hill. So they'll give AH credit, a business credit card for 30,000. But for Austin Hill, I might have to have 20, you know, certain, you know, my credit point has to be a structure to certain way. I got to build a limit and things like that. So having business credit is, 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 it's a great um, tool to have, especially, like I said, when you try to um, acquire cash flowing assets because they give you bigger limits, so bigger limits, more opportunity to go invest uh, elsewhere. So I definitely say if anybody out there has, everyone should it. So if you don't, like I said, um, in my DIY ebook, I give a free guide on how to basically start building your business credit, like all the accounts that I've used to get myself and my clients $250,000 in credit. But I give a lot of free game about how you can start like for free, like you can use just signing up, making sure your business is set up as professionally as possible. So having a business address, having a bank account, listing yourself, um, having a phone number, professional email, a website, making sure you're not in a restricted industry, all those types of things. When you set your business up professionally, then you can start doing funding because you want to make sure your business is set up as professionally as possible. So banks, because banks don't know who you are. They just know what you submit in and all the stuff that you have. So you've got to make sure um, your business looks as professional as possible to give you the best chance to get approved for credit cards and credit accounts in your business name. So everyone should have credit. It's very important. You do see a lot of people talking about it, but I don't think a lot of people say, uh, they don't give like a lot of, they give, you know, a lot of vague information, but um, it's, it's something that, like I said, everyone should have. If you have a business, uh, if you don't start one, if you have a shelf corp, if you got a business passed down and they don't have a, you know, get all that stuff set up so you can get $20,000, in credit, and then you go invest in real estate and things like that. Sounds great. Uh, so my next question will be, when should people get business credit? Because now, you know, especially the PP loan and everything, everybody's literally that don't even have business or have business you need to get it just get it in loans yeah. and things of that sort so when you're the right time to get you know business credit or you're not, you're not committing no kind of crime or anything of that sort I would, you need it as soon as possible banks don't see so you can be a business that's been open 10-15 years and the banks consider you a new business ooh excuse me 
they consider you a new business if you've never had the day that you open your business checking account is the day that businesses consider that you pack um that you're basically established so make as soon as possible so your business can age um because businesses give more money um to uh businesses that are more aged so the longer you wait to start building business credit you're basically just prolonging the opportunity that you have in this market with like all these soft pull business credit cards that you can basically get with no increase on your personal credit report like all these loans all these car loans all these um all of these products that banks are coming out with to help businesses or just like start up um you know you're basically missing out on these hundreds of thousands of dollars that you can basically start getting so i would just say you need to start if you haven't started get your dance number get your business bank account get all that stuff set up so that you can start building your um um you know your business credit and, and like i said uh, and and start participating in this opportunity could you quickly explain what's a dance and bars number for those who may not know yeah, so a data universal um, um, number. The day, so Dun & Brash is basically just a private corporation that basically um, reports all your credit accounts that you might have on your credit report. So it's a seven-digit code. Um, you can apply for free. Um, you shouldn't have to pay for it. Don't ever pay for it. Dun's number is completely free. All you got to do is go on, I think, dnb.com slash register. You should be able to find it if you just put in Dun's number. And when you put in Dunn's number, make sure you put government contractor so that you get the code back uh, quicker than if you put business owner or any other uh, option that they have you could put for the reason that you need your Dunn's number. So when they say, why do you need your Dunn's number? Put government contractor, they'll give you the number within the same day or the next day or so, rather than if you put you, I'm a U.S.-based business, which would take longer for you to get your DUNS number. So you need your DUNS number when applying for credit. It's basically just your, um, it's not your social security number, your um, EIN number, TIN, that's that's kind of your social security number for your business. But it's, I guess, um, I guess it's your second social security number. A lot of businesses, um, when you're applying for credit, if not all, require that you have a DUNS number. Um, to track your, um, that's how you track your score and all your accounts and your credit reports. So it's basically just your, like I said, secondary dunce number. Um, and you should have one, everyone should have one as soon as possible. That's good, that's good. So um, so what are some five tips you can just give out? Just about credit for those, like so stuff like everything we talked about, like five tips that people should take away from this. Um, five tips. Um, so I would say, um, one of the biggest things, like I've already mentioned, don't spend what you don't have when it's time, when it comes to credit, just don't, if you don't have it, just don't, you know, try to leverage it on your credit card. Cause like I said, you're just, you're just setting yourself up for debt. Um, keeping track of your due dates. When is your due dates due? Um, uh, making sure that you know, those, those things, um, will make sure that your, um, your credit is on time. Um, I would say get started as soon as possible. It's not too late to to fix your credit and it's not too late to um, start building credit. So I would say start building credit as soon as you can. And if you're trying to fix your credit, um, fix your credit as, um, as soon as possible. Another tip that I would give um, when it comes to business credit, I would make sure, like I said, that your business is set up as professionally as possible. So making sure you got your website, your Dunn's number, um, your bank account, um, all that information um, 
make sure you have all of that um, so that when you get try to go get business credit, you have higher chances approval. Um, another thing that I would recommend uh, when it comes to credit, I'll probably say do when it comes to like these, um, we, when, you know, we want to do these credit cards. And when you start it, I would say, make sure you get your money back when, it, when you're trying to get your first credit card. And then two, um, when you're starting to get these credit cards that you're reading the terms and conditions, if they have annual fees or if they have, uh, or what are the benefits of using all these cards? Because I feel like a lot of people, they start getting credit cards. They don't know the APR. They don't know the benefits of using them. And they don't, you know what I'm saying? Just, so just make sure you understand purpose of that car what it's best used for so you can basically exploit those opportunities that they have so whether that's travel rewards and things like that so you can do manufacturing spending to get to travel for free live for free and do all those sort of things that's, that's great that's great so where can people find you and those who want to you know, get their credit repair how can they go about contacting you yeah, so uh, you can reach me on, so I have a TikTok, like I said, so it's just age underscore credit. Um, like I said, I post a video there every Friday. I'll probably get more. I've been consistent for about five, six months uh, posting a video every Friday. Um, so for all I know, that's not going to stop anytime. So I do post every day on Instagram with results and tips and things like that. So you can follow me on Instagram at age underscore credit solutions. Um, you can find me there on Instagram, and then in the link of my bio is where you can find my DIY ebook, and as well as book a free consultation. Like I said, I do a free consultation. I'll go over um, kind of what are your goals, what do you want to achieve, how we can best uh, suit you and help you, and um, that's kind of like where you can find all my general information. And like I said, if you want to, if you need it, if you have a question in general, you can always hit me in the DMs on either of those credit accounts. I am on Facebook as well. Um, but yeah, you can hit me on Instagram or uh, TikTok if you got any questions about credit or if you need uh, assistance in, in building credit, fixing your credit, or uh, just tips and tricks on how to get funded and things like that. That's great. That's great. So I hope those who are listening, I hope you guys took a couple of gems from this podcast. Thank you, Mr. Austin, for being here. Um, explaining to us what's credit and how we can leverage our credit. And stay tuned to next week's episode, guys. See you guys pretty soon.